0: it's time for another session with your sound thinker steve lack welcome to the podcast i'm your sound thinker steve lack an audio mixer, sound designer, and podcast producer, and I'm here to offer some practical advice to get your podcast started. Each week, I'll not only be covering practical topics and offering tips and techniques to make your podcast sound better, I'll also be giving you a creative prompt in the form of a thoughtful sound. Some weeks, it'll be something abstract and sound designing, and some weeks, it'll be a real-world sound or ambience, just like writers do when they're stuck for ideas. The goal is to trigger your creativity and get things rolling. Since sound triggers different thoughts and ideas in everyone, each listener will take away something different from the thoughtful sound of the week. That's coming up later in the show, but first, let's talk about microphones. Choosing the right microphone for your podcast can make a big difference in the quality of your recordings. You'll have to consider your own unique situation when selecting the right mic, but the first thing you want to think about is your recording environment. If you'll be recording in a noisy environment, a dynamic microphone might be a better choice than a condenser mic, as dynamic microphones are less sensitive to background noise. If you're working in an untreated space, like an office or a bedroom, the most forgiving type of mic is a dynamic mic. If you want the highest quality sound possible, your best option might be a condenser mic. However, if you're just starting out and you don't have a lot of experience with audio production, the USB mic might be easier to use and still provide acceptable sound quality. I'm going to give you a wide range of options but the thing I love the most about the podcasting community is that it has democratized audio-first production. Anyone can bring their passion to the world with minimal equipment and experience. So don't let the prices on some of the mics I talk about scare you. We'll also be covering very affordable options later in the show. When choosing a mic, a lot depends on the type of podcast you'll be producing. If you'll be recording interviews with guests, you may want to consider a microphone with a wider pickup pattern which we'll talk about in a minute, such as a condenser microphone. If you'll be recording in the field or on location, a more portable option, such as a shotgun mic might be best. There are also field recorders with attached microphones that we'll talk about in an upcoming show. So let's talk about the different types of mics available for your needs and budget. If you have an unlimited budget and a VO booth available, I would recommend getting a Neumann U87. That's the mic you'll find in most of the high-end recording studios around the world. They cost around 3300 US. Just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that wants to go in that direction. Now, mics for the rest of us. Dynamic microphones are generally more affordable than condenser mics and USB microphones can be the least expensive option, although there are some high-end USB mics out there as well. Dynamic mics have a low sensitivity to noise, which makes them ideal for recording in a noisy environment. They're also relatively inexpensive, but relatively is the key word, as different podcasters will have a different idea of what inexpensive is. We'll discuss very inexpensive options in a few minutes. The Shure SM7B, which is what I'm recording on right now, and the Electro-Voice RE20 are popular dynamic microphones for podcasting. The SM7B has become a standard in podcasting, giving you that radio broadcaster sound for around 400 US. The RE20 is a little more expensive at around 450. Both these mics have been around a long time. The RE20 debuted in 1969 and the original SM7 in 1973. Fun fact all the vocal tracks on the Michael Jackson Thriller album were recorded using an SM7, serial number 232. As far as sound goes, the RE20 has a bit of a boosted low end, and the SM7 is what we call a little more flat, meaning it won't color the sound of your voice as much. If you're buying a mic only for podcasting, either one would be a good choice, but if you're also looking to record instruments, or you have a deeper announcer-sounding voice, the RE20 may be a better fit. It's always best to see if you can try out one and see how it sounds with your voice. If you have the budget, get them both, and then sell the one you don't need on Reverb.com. For these dynamic mics, I would also recommend an item called the Cloud Lifter. These mics tend to have a low power output, and the Cloud Lifter CLZ1 is designed to be the middleman between your mic and the preamp, giving you a higher output, which means it'll be louder, and eliminating extra noise that will be introduced if you just turned your preamp up. I'm using the CLZ1 with my SM7B to record this. This brings me to another issue with all of the non-USB mics we'll be discussing today. You'll need an audio interface, like a Focusrite Scarlett or an Audient ID14, to plug your mic into. We'll be discussing these in detail in an upcoming show. If you have a quiet recording environment, and you have some experience with using microphones and recording, a condenser mic might be the best fit for you. Since they're more sensitive than dynamic microphones, they can pick up more detail, including every lip smack and breath, so you'll probably spend more time getting your sound in the mix when you're using a condenser but the high sound quality makes that time well spent. We'll be discussing mixing and post-production techniques in a future podcast. Another difference from dynamic mics is that condensers require external power. Your audio interface will supply the necessary power, which is called phantom power or 48-volt power. Condenser mics tend to have a flatter frequency response, which means they capture sound across a wide range of frequencies with equal sensitivity. This makes them ideal for capturing the full range of sound in a recording. Due to their design, condenser mics can be more delicate than dynamic microphones. They're often housed in a protective shock mount to minimize handling and movement noise. Overall, condenser microphones are an excellent choice for high-quality recording, where sensitivity and detail are important. I'm switching from my SM7 Dynamic with the CLZ1 Cloudlifter, to my Rode NT1G condenser mic now, so you can hear the difference in sound quality. Notice that you hear a lot more in my room, and my voice sounds more clear or transparent. If I was going to use this for the entire podcast, I would do some noise reduction to remove a lot of the room sound. But I'm leaving it raw so you can hear the clear difference in recording sound. I applied the same EQ and compression on both mics. We'll discuss noise reduction and EQ and compression in a future episode. The Lewitt LCT440 Pure at around 290 US and the Rode NT1G, which is what you're hearing me on now, at around 250 US are popular condenser microphones for podcasting. The NT1 now has a version that also includes a USB option so that you can plug it directly into your computer without having a separate audio interface. Giving you more bang for your buck if you're just starting out. If you have a larger budget, but not a U87 budget, check out the Neumann TLM-103 at around 1200 US. It's like a baby u 87 If you don't want to spend over $300 for a mic plus an audio interface when you're just getting started in podcasting, a USB mic is the way to go. I'm recording this segment using a Rode NT Mini. USB microphones generally tend to be less expensive than XLR mics plus an audio interface, making them a popular choice for beginners and podcasters on a budget. There are a lot of options to choose from and you can get a really good quality USB mic that sounds decent for under 150 US. USB microphones can be directly connected to a computer or other device with a USB port without the need for an external audio interface. They're designed to be easy to use and are plug and play, meaning you can start recording without having to install any special software or drivers. USB mics are also small and lightweight making them highly portable and easy to take on the go. This makes them ideal for remote podcasting. Although USB microphones are generally considered to be lower in quality than XLR mics, there are many high-quality USB microphones available that can produce excellent sound. Overall, USB microphones are a convenient and affordable option for recording audio directly to your computer. They may not offer the same level of sound quality as XLR mics in an external audio interface, but they're an excellent choice for those who want a simple and portable recording solution. Some of my favorite USB mics are the Rode NT1 Mini, which is what I take on the road with me and what you're hearing me record on now. You'll notice the difference in sound quality from the Shure SM7 and the Rode NT1G, but it's still a decent recording for nonfiction and interview-type podcasting. The NT1 Mini retails for $99. There's also the Rode NT-USB, which gives you a fuller, rounder tone for about $142 US. The Blue Yeti is a very popular USB microphone at $90 US, but to me, I feel like it picks up too much background noise and it's a bit harsh in the high mids. You can also find USB versions of the Shure SM7, called the MV7, that works great for podcasting and is 249 US, but eliminates the need for an audio interface. And the previously mentioned Rode NT1G, which has both XLR and USB connections. There'll be links to all of these mics in the show notes, so you can do some comparative shopping. The last type of mic I'm going to cover is the shotgun mic. These mics are popular on film sets and in studios that record dialogue and voiceover for television and film. For podcasting, they're best used as part of a portable field recording setup or if you're recording in a noisy environment. If you're going out to offices and locations to interview people for your podcast, or if you're creating an audio drama and want to have a stylistic movie sound, a shotgun mic might be for you. Shotgun mics are highly directional. And are designed to capture sound from a specific direction. They are condenser mics and will require phantom power. This power can come from your audio interface, your portable recorder, or a battery inserted into the mic. I'm recording this segment using my Sennheiser MKH50. Sennheiser mics are the gold standard in location recording and they offer several models ranging in price from 200 US to over 3000. The Rode VideoMic Pro at $299 and the Sennheiser MKE 600 at $320 are popular shotgun microphones for podcasting. But unless you're planning on recording in many different locations or are a filmmaker who's also interested in podcasting, a more studio-oriented mic may serve you better. And now back to my trusty Shure SM7B and our Thoughtful Sound of the Week. If you have any questions about any of the topics we covered in this podcast, you can always reach me at steveblackaudio.com, where you can also book a session or a meeting to discuss your audio needs. If you need more help picking out a mic, there are links to the products we've covered in the show notes, and some of them may pay me a small fee for referrals. However, that never influences my decision whether to recommend a product. You can use that list for some comparison shopping or feel free to reach out directly to me and we can talk about your specific needs. If you have a podcast and would like help with recording, editing, and production, you can set up a meeting with me at steveblackaudiocom backslash booking. Next week, we'll talk about headphones. The Sound Thinker podcast is produced by Steve Lack Audio. The Steve Lack Audio team offers consultation, recording, mixing, and sound design for podcasts, audiobooks, and television and streaming productions. Learn more at stevelackaudio.com.